Welcome back, y'all. Assalamu alaikum. Today, we will be discussing Ramadan in the workplace, specifically as a Muslim in the West. I've never experienced it myself, but I do feel like Ramadan in a Muslim country is just a little bit smoother. Because <laughs> it's rough out here, out here in America. It's rough. But alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, no complaints. Inshallah, I want to discuss the ins and outs of Ramadan here in the States. Positives, negatives, the struggles. Inshallah, share a little bit of my personal experience in corporate world. And then inshallah, in the end, offer some tips, some humble advices to those of y'all who are going through it right now, and especially for those of y'all who are starting off in corporate America. God knows we, we need some guidance, okay? The inspiration for this episode actually comes from a poll from the last episode where I asked you guys, which I wanted to talk about, and Ramadan in the workplace one. So here we go. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. I'll start off by going through my personal experience. So I started working in corporate America back in 2013. I had recently graduated from my university with a bachelor's in visual communication with a focus in graphic design and branding within the marketing world. I got a, actually it was my dream job, at that time, it was at this fashion company that I had always wanted to work for. Allah just like made it happen. I had zero connections. I knew nobody at this company and I somehow just got a job there. My title was a junior graphic designer. It was definitely a new experience for me. I come from a family of blue collar, the working world, and so jumping into corporate was just a new venture for me. I had little to no guidance on what to expect specifically as a Muslim in the corporate world. I didn't have any guidance, so I kind of just figured it out on my own along the way. No complaints, alhamdulillah. Eventually, Ramadan came around. I informed my team what I was about to be doing for the next month and what Ramadan was. And alhamdulillah, I did not have that many problems. My team was pretty understanding and actually really encouraging. They definitely went out of their way in certain situations to make it easier for me, which I I was very, very thankful for. The fasting itself was obviously the more difficult part, but I did work in design, so majority of my work involved me sitting at my desk with my headphones on, playing Quran, and just designing, working on illustrations, working on creative ideation and development which was definitely a blessing because I didn't have to have as many meetings as other people did. I had a Muslim coworker who worked in IT and this dude had nothing but meetings all day, every day. And not just like meetings where you can sit and lay back and relax. No, he had to talk the entire time. And mashallah, may Allah bless him for his efforts. I know that's not easy. So I was privileged in that sense. I was very thankful that I had a more easy cruising job. What really helped me was my lunchtime naps. Even outside of Ramadan, I've always been really big on naps during lunchtime. But especially during Ramadan, I would go to my car for one hour, turn on the AC. I had a pillow and a blanket in my back seat, and I just posted up for one hour. Beautiful. The sun would just like shining down with the shadow of the trees and the wind blowing. Those were some of my favorite naps ever. Then when I was done, I would go back to my desk, pull up my toothbrush and toothpaste, go to the bathroom and brush my teeth because I'm not trying to walk around here with no post-nap Ramadan fasting breath. Absolutely not. I always keep a toothbrush and toothpaste at my desk. One of my main struggles was 
the days where I did have meetings and I had presentation days. So these were days where I would present my creative or present the branding that we were developing and I had to answer all these questions with the team members around me and it was just draining. My mouth was just constantly dry. My brain was just like on fire. And haram, my team members, they knew that I was fasting and so they would try to like jump in and help me out. So alhamdulillah, I, I would say I've generally had pretty smooth experiences with my non-Muslim team members as a Muslim in the working world. But I will say, I think a part of that has to do with the fact that when Ramadan started, I communicated to my team members and the people I would be working with on a consistent basis. I communicated to them, I'm going to be fasting for the next month. This is what Ramadan is. And I kind of put my foot down and explained to them everything before they could make any sort of comment and was in general just very firm with my identity as a Muslim. Even when it came to my five daily prayers, they all knew that if I'm not at my desk and my praying mat is gone, it means Subh is praying, like don't distract, don't go try to look for him. Without being aggressive, I was just very clear and open about my identity as a Muslim. And for the most part, my team members respected that at pretty much all the companies I've worked at and all the teams that I've worked on. So being really firm and open about my identity definitely helped out. One negative experience I do have, it happened before Ramadan actually started. It was a few months before. And at this one team that I was working on, my desk or my cube was right in front of this really big office room where teams would have meetings. And this other team, they were having a run-through of what holidays they were going to be designing for in the upcoming months. Their team sold products in the Middle East, mainly like Emirates, Kuwait, Bahrain, Qatar, like the, the Khaliji area. And so they were discussing developing packaging specifically for Ramadan. So like the banners in the store or the shopping bags, the banners on their website that would say Ramadan Mubarak. And so the team manager announced, okay guys, for the next few months, we're going to be working on creative for Ramadan. And like I said, my desk is right in front of this office. The door is wide open and I can hear and see everything. It's a glass meeting room. And this one dude, this one designer dude responds in front of everybody and says, Ramadan, oh, isn't that the holiday where those people starve themselves for no reason? Yo, lad, <laughs> My jaw dropped. I was like, what did he just say? And the fact that he said that in a corporate space professional space and the fact that nobody on his team said anything in response they just were silent for like five seconds i'm sure a lot of them were like dude you probably shouldn't have said that but they certainly did not say anything to him in front of the team and they just continued on with their meeting i was much younger back then I was not super confident in my rights and understanding my rights as an employee at these companies and what I am allowed to do when I experience something like that. If that happened to me now as someone who's in a more senior level and I heard someone say that, I most certainly would have stood up, went to the door, did a little light knock and said, excuse me, by the way, that comment was extremely disrespectful and Islamophobic. I am a Muslim myself and feel super disrespected, but even if I weren't, that was inappropriate. And I will be speaking to HR about this. <laughs> I wish, wallahi areet, I wish. Unfortunately, that's not what happened. I was much younger and I just let it be. There's a reason for everything. But even that experience wasn't targeted towards me as an individual. They didn't know that I was sitting there and could hear them and it wasn't like something said to my face, which I know a lot of Muslims experience. And inshallah, one day I do want to be able to bring on Muslims 
onto the show to discuss things that they have gone through that were a lot more <laughs> aggressive than mine. With that being said, I do want to offer some tips, get a little bit more tactical with this information. The first piece of advice I want to give is to understand that you have rights as a Muslim employee. Again, this is specific to America. I don't know what the laws are in other Western countries. But here, you have the right to speak to HR, human resources, inform them of your needs. Like, I need a place to pray. I need to be able to leave for Friday prayer. I need to be able to take off for Eid al-Fitr and Eid al-Adha. And legally, they have to be accommodating. I did not know that when these companies were helping me out, quote-unquote, they were doing it because... They have to do it, and if they don't, or if I feel targeted, or I feel like they weren't allowing me to practice my faith as a Muslim, I could technically sue them. So they were kind of saving their own uh, butts, if you will. Now, I'm not saying go to your HR, ask for them to build you a mini masjid and a wudu area. No, no, no. Let's be humble. I specifically just asked for a dedicated space where I could pray, where I did not have people coming in and out or people storing things. I tell them that I need Friday between 1 and 2.15ish for Friday prayer on top of my one-hour lunch break and that I'll just work a little bit later on Friday to accommodate for the hour lost. And for the most part, they're willing to accommodate because like I said, legally, they have to. But within reasonable means. I highly recommend you do a little Google search about your rights as an employee and your abilities to practice your faith. Tip number two, do not tolerate any form of Islamophobia from anyone at your company. I don't care if it's someone on your level or higher management, like a VP, it does not matter. Do not tolerate Islamophobic comments from anyone. If you feel like you are being discriminated against because you are Muslim, mm-mm, we have rights, y'all. If you hear something or someone says something to you directly, as soon as it happens, document it. Go tell a few of your team members about what happened. Send an email to your manager or someone to have written proof that it happened. And then go directly to HR to human resources and inform them exactly what happened. Now, this isn't necessarily going to do anything, like they're probably not gonna fire them on the spot, but it is extremely important that you document these matters because if it does escalate, you have proof that it's been going on for a while now. Now, I do recognize that not everybody wants to rock the boat, if you will. I understand that some people don't wanna put their jobs at risk or are afraid of retaliation from your team or them targeting you and firing you because you reported it, which is all valid. If you don't feel comfortable reporting it and making an issue of it, then don't. But if you have something in you that wants to, I personally would say go do it because the reality is usually if that person or persons says something one time, they're probably going to say something again. I have other stories of high up managers, like director level managers, making extremely inappropriate and disrespectful comments to me about my faith as a Muslim, about my identity as a Palestinian and a Filipino. And looking back, I am very glad that I spoke up and said something. No regrets. That is my identity. That is my faith. I'm not letting anybody step on that. Now, if you do report it and you begin to feel targeted, there is the option of talking to a lawyer and discussing your options. There are tons of resources and Muslim organizations that specifically help Muslims 
who are being targeted by their employers. Just Google it and you'll see a bunch of options. My fellow Muslim brothers and sisters, do not let people walk all over you. Another piece of advice would be to inform your team members that you are fasting, that it is Ramadan. Inform the people that you work with on a consistent basis, especially your manager, whoever you report to, that you know I'm about to be fasting for a whole month from sunrise to sunset. I won't be eating. So they understand that you probably won't be participating in team lunches or joining them for Taco Tuesday, or they'll know to not offer you any food or drinks. And it's not to ask for leeway or to ask for special favors because you're fasting. But the reality is you fasting is going to have an impact on your work. Whether that's good or bad, it will influence you in some way. And so it's important that your team is aware of what's going on. And generally, at least in my experience, a lot of non-Muslims are willing to help you out a little bit to make your life easy in some way because you are fasting. Number four, be firm with your needs as a Muslim who is fasting. If you work shifts, especially you work in the evening, tell your management firmly that you need a break during sunset to break your fast. Do not suffer because you are afraid of asking. I understand that every field, every company is different. And especially for those like in the medical field, that's not always an option. It's not always that easy to get a break when you need it, which is valid, but it never hurts to ask. If you work corporate and you're fasting and you have like a huge migraine and just cannot focus, ask for the rest of the day off, ask to go home early. All my coworkers that have had kids or pets constantly leave early because of some sort of appointment. I don't have either of those. So when I needed to leave early because of something going on with Ramadan, I was like, I'm leaving you guys. <laughs> I'm leaving early, y'all. Just be firm with your needs. Also, number five, be easy on yourself. Don't make fasting harder than it already is. If you're able to make the fast a little bit smoother and easier, do so. You don't have to crawl your way through the fast. Like if you're able to request working remotely a few days of the week during Ramadan, do it. If working at home and not having to drive to the office every single day is a little bit easier during Ramadan, then do it. Or at a minimum, just ask. Obviously, if you can't and they say no, that's fine. But if you have the option to make your days just a little bit easier, please do it. Number six, use Ramadan as a time to educate your network about Islam. It's like doing a little a little dawah, you know? I always recommend this because I view it as an opportunity for people who do not know about Islam to learn about Islam. It's a perfect segue to explain to them what Ramadan is and if they have any questions, feel free to ask. Because the sad reality is a lot of people in this country don't know anything about Muslims, Islam, let alone Ramadan. So if you are able to act as that bridge between them and Islam and them being able to say they at least know someone who is Muslim, I would say take that opportunity. Now, don't be overly aggressive and obnoxious about your identity as a Muslim. Just share that you'll be fasting. And generally, if they have questions, they will come to you privately and ask. That's what my experience has been. I know some Muslims like to give little gifts during Ramadan to their teammates or gifts on Eid. That's also a good idea. Nonetheless, it does not hurt to give a non-Muslim a sort of connection point to our faith. That connection point being you. Number seven, make use of your lunch break. Do not work through your lunch and work more hours than you need to. Go take a break, relax, take a nap, 
conserve your energy, recharge when you can. Like I said, do not make it harder than it needs to be. Spend that time praying or reading some Quran. Just generally giving your body and your mind some time to catch up. Now, if you have the opportunity to like not take a lunch and then be able to leave work earlier because of that, then by all means do that. But if you do have to stay at work and take that time, relax. Okay, you don't have to suffer <laughs> during Ramadan. Your body's taking a lot, so give yourself some slack. Number eight, and this is something that I stress a lot. I take this one very seriously. Take off for Eid al-Fitr. We are currently in the first week of Ramadan, so by now y'all should have already put in your request for PTO on the day of Eid. A lot of us end up just going to Salat al-Eid, the Eid prayer, and then going back to work for the rest of the day because I don't really have anything else to do. I'm, I'd rather just go to work, get in my hours. No, we literally have two holidays in the year. Take the day off, spend it with your family, spend it with your loved ones. Even if you're just sitting at home and relaxing, you just spent a month fasting. Give yourself time to catch up and time for your body to relax. There is barakah, there is blessings and khair on those days. Why would you not take the opportunity to spend it with your loved ones and celebrate? I would go far as to recommend taking multiple days off. We give time to things that we value. And this is especially important for the younger generations. When Muslim parents are confused as to why their kids are frustrated because they can't celebrate Christmas or Halloween, well, do you give them something to celebrate on Eid? Because if you are a Muslim parent and you are working on the day of Eid, your child is going to see that. Your child will value Eid as much as you value Eid. And by not giving your family this time to just be together and celebrate. I get that for some people in certain fields, it's not easy to take off for Eid. But if you are able to, just do it. And then finally, my last piece of advice, find other Muslims at your company. Connect with your fellow brothers and sisters of Islam. Get in the vibes of Ramadan. Connect with your, your brethren. Connect with the Ummah. Try to set up a, a Eid celebration at the company or a Ramadan celebration. Americans love throwing Christmas parties for everyone. Okay, well, if there's a solid amount of Muslims at your company, get a Eid party going. Get in the feel of Ramadan and Eid, you guys. That is so important when it comes to your workplace. For you as a Muslim, as well as for the non-Muslims out there who could possibly be learning more about our faith through you. But alhamdulillah, I hope this helps some of you to some degree. Remember that in the end, there is a lot of barakah and blessings in the struggle as a Muslim in a non-Muslim country. Some of us go through a lot. Sometimes it can feel very lonely, and sometimes you feel like an outcast, but there's always, always blessing in the struggle. And as long as you're doing what Allah told us to do, your reward will be in Jannah, inshallah. I will see y'all in the next episode, inshallah. Take care, Ramadan Mubarak. And remember to pray on time, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum.